Astrology Today, coming to you not quite live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast of Powell River, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahoman Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. Uh, welcome almost to live listeners, but not quite. Jill and I are recording uh, the 100th episode of the show on September the 14th in our dazzling, well, for you, it's always the same location, but for me, it's my messy studio, but that's okay. And what we're going to do today is to um, continue with our series on how to read your own chart. And uh, in particular, we're going to look at generic life cycles, which we are all familiar with and... Yes, and I mean, astrology is the study of cycles, generally, I mean, basically. That's exactly. Cycles. Yeah. And um, your, birth, your birth chart is literally a slice of those cycles. Yeah. So the one we all are familiar with is our birthday, which is obviously the Earth has taken a trip around the sun and it returns to, although solar return charts, which are cast for the degree and minute of the sun on the day that you were born, sometimes falls the day before or the day after. Yeah, yeah because we have, it's not a precise 365 days around, it's Varies and we have leap years and little adjustments here and there. Yeah. Um, obviously, the moon, too, has a return. Typically, there can be 13 lunar returns in a year. Then we have uh, Mercury that goes from between 11 and 13 months uh, in order to get back to where it was when you were born. Venus, 10 to 14 months. Mars, 17 to 23.5. And again, it's because of its retrograde period that, um, yeah, that can make it such a long one. Hmm. Yeah. Now, the remainder are sort of more kind of consistent. So Jupiter, 11 to 12 years. Saturn, 29.5 years. Uranus will return once in most people's lifetime if you live long enough, 83 to 84 years. But the rest, oh, and Chiron, which we have been talking about, mm-hmm. he takes 50 years, although his midsections, which we will talk quite a bit about when we come back, because what we're going to focus today is on Saturn. Um, but he has quite an elliptical orbit. So, yeah, his quarter phases are can be very different for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but Neptune... Yeah. So... When you're 50 is when it, when the return happens. And, okay, so with Neptune, because his is 164 years, you will get, you'll only get the opposition. And that's at 81 to 83. And for folks that are born, um, Leo generation, I'm not sure about the Cancer generation. If they get, you know, they are getting, well, how old would they be though? Pluto and Cancer? can't remember when that was. Anyway, us Pluto and Leo folks will definitely get the opposition. And that happens at age 85. Yeah. Yeah. But let's say you had been born with Pluto in Taurus. Nah, not going to get the opposition because that would be 204, well, half of 248. So, 
yeah, 125 or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's very slow going through the Taurus. Yeah. Particularly, in that sense, it's speediest going through Scorpio. So exactly. Highly elliptical. Yeah. Okay, but what we will focus on, because some, a lot of people who get into astrology uh, for their own benefit, uh, what will often bring them in is what is called your first Saturn return. <laughs> and so we thought we would focus on, um, I don't know if you want to call it the booby man in the room, but... <laughs> well, you know, Saturn gets a bad rap because, he, you know, he's not a fun kind of guy. So no, no, he's it's, not. It's, to have you, well, that's not very pleasant. Friends. Yeah. So, they don't like Saturnian. Yeah. But like every other it has its place and it's oh, yeah. very useful. It's very important. But it yeah, is. Saturn return is, well, it's it's generally, I mean, it's at 28 to 30 years of age, and it's kind of like when you really become an adult. A yes. A fully-fledged adult. Exactly. And that is... Uh, for both of us, we both, I totally agree with that. It's like you finally get your graduating papers, and it's like what Saturn has done in that first, you know, 28 to 30 years is it has introduced yourself to yourself, and it's made aspects to every, you know, section, every house in your chart, Um yeah, and so my one of my basic keywords for Saturn is reality. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely like a reality check. And yeah, but when we're talking about reality, we're talking about the five senses reality. Yes, concrete. Yes. Reality. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. not some, anything beyond that. No, right? exactly, exactly. There's, there's reality beyond the five sense reality. So exactly. Yeah, it's the stub your toe version. That's because <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, embodied. Does the, the, the spiritual reality, which is basically kind of Neptune, is yeah. totally beyond that and and other? It's yeah, it's very ethereal. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so with the Saturn cycle, um, it will if you you know if you're fortunate enough to live long enough. Um, it will give you three cycles, and so, you know, that first cycle is, I, my sort of generic way of looking at the first cycle is, welcome to reality, it's drawing lines in the sand, um, and it's learning about boundaries, right? You know, me, you. And beginning to really get to terms with what your responsibilities are. Yes. Because you know, yes. a lot of people, you know, are parents by then or becoming, my kids all got, you know, became parents you know, around 30. Well, yeah. two of them did, the other one at 38. But, you know, after their Saturn had come around again. And exactly. Yeah. And it's and interesting really, in our generation, uh, lots of people started having children before their first Saturn return. And there is, yeah. And there is there is quite a difference in um, the quality of relationship with children if you don't start having children until after you turn thirty than if you do have children before you're thirty. Yeah, well, and Saturn me, kind of demarks that. For me, it was interesting because 
My mother died. She had me when she was 40. Yeah. So you know, the difference, like, the difference in my experience of that and looking at my children, particularly my eldest, is like, she's only 21 years younger than me. So it's like, it's a reframing because my, yeah. my feeling about what it is, you know, mother daughter relationship is based on my experience with my mom. Right. Was, you know, a 40 year gap. Yeah. My relationship with my eldest. It's only, a gap. Yeah. It's, it's only 20. And, it yeah. was, and I sort of became aware of that one day. I was on the bus and I saw this. These two women getting on, obviously, it's like a mother-daughter pair, and they were like 20 years apart. They were older. Yeah. Like, wow, that's more normal than what I grew up yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah, it's just an interesting kind of, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and I, too, had the same thing. My dad was 50 when I was born, and my mom was 40. And I one of the things that, that it did for me was I had a hard time respecting anybody that didn't have gray hair, you know, because they were all younger than oh, my yeah. mom and dad. You know, it's just like, your chunk change. What are you talking about? <laughs> Needless to say, teachers at school were terribly impressed with that attitude. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we have our first Saturn cycle, which is setting up. We fully come into who we are. Now, for me, the second cycle is what I generically call the moving and shaking period of your life. This is when you're going to change the world and make a difference and do all that kind of groovy stuff. And the different quarters that happen during that second Saturn return, um, you get your moments of direct feedback. Is this actually what you wanted? Is this the reality that you thought you were setting in motion? Well, yeah. the other thing with the cycle is that, with, particularly with Saturn, it's like the the quarters of the cycle are, yeah. you know, there's a lot, like at age seven. You, yeah, we're going to go back and go through those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Uh, so what's your sense of that middle cycle? Uh, the middle cycle, well, I've, I always feel like that, like, if you don't really kind of get down to grips with your responsibilities and you're getting serious at age 30 or thereabouts, then mm-hmm. with the second return, you're going to have to deal with that stuff on all, your- all over again, yes. Uh, you know, different age, different. It, so the process in between is like, you know, kind of carrying on from the first and maybe teaching you more. Because Saturn's really the teacher. Yes, definitely. Well, you know, learning by experience. So yes. <laughs> in theory, you are going to learn. <laughs> a hard knocks, if you like. Because yeah. that's what reality is. Like, bam. Yeah hits you in the face, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so the third Saturn, um, or the the start of the third um, Saturn cycle is around, oh, what was that? It's, what, 58, 60? Yeah. Which is, generically, the guys get the red sports car and, you know, ditch the old wife and attempt to find the, you know, the younger model. That's the Uranus opposition. <laughs> Well, you know, I've also heard it happening at 60. 
<laughs> but anyway, yes, no, the, I, I would also agree with the Uranus opposition. But anyway, so with Saturn, um, it's also coming to terms with what you haven't, haven't, have and have not accomplished in those middle years, uh, which for most people will be their career or the raising of their children. Um, and it's like, well, is my life over? What's next? For some, it's the jumping off point where, you know, they've worked for somebody else. And now at 60, it's like, no, no, this is my shtick now. And yeah. off they go. For, a lot of it's around, you know, what am I going to do in my retirement? Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then if, if you're so lucky... <laughs> If you're so lucky to live until your third one, which is in your 90s, then you get, I I don't know, I got thinking about this one because I can't say I've really had any clients at that age, but it's like the elder statesman, right? You basically don't have to kowtow to anybody. You get to do what you want if you've made it that far. (laughs) Beyond your Uranus return. Yeah. Yeah. That's stage, and I don't have to deal with. It. I'm yeah. just going to do what I want to do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but we have a woman in our building who's who's in her nineties. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, on her ninetieth birthday. Yeah. Which uh, she's Capricorn is Christmas Day or Christmas? Oh, yeah. Day or Boxing? I can't remember which. But yeah. She had a, a skating party because she still skates. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh, sweet. Sweet. Well, I know a friend of mine on her 75th birthday, um, we went tubing down the river. So good on these people. Yeah. 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 Well, the Capricorns can be pretty tough, so they they often do live a long time. Yes, that is true. That is true. (laughs) Okay, so one of the things to call into question when you're looking at your Saturn cycle is, of course, the position by sign and house of your Saturn, uh, who Saturn rules, uh, who's connected to Saturn, because all of those pieces will automatically play into this Saturn cycle. So I'm actually going to put our charts up. There we go. Okay. Fire. Let me just, oh, oh, look at all that exciting stuff. Okay, so actually, I'll put them both up at the same time. So can you see what I'm doing? In three, you probably can. I can. Yeah, so we've figured out another level of Zoom. Wow, yeah. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. Okay, so I'll start with my own. Yeah. Okay, so Ian... In my system of looking at things, um, I am a day chart. Now, the bonus of having a day chart when it comes to Saturn is he is not the big, bad malefic. He's only a minor malefic. Um, and so that possibly, for those with day charts, your Saturn, depending, again, on where he's positioned, whether he's happy in his position, um, may make it not quite so in-your-face as some negatively placed Saturns might be. So my Saturn, although it is a day chart, yay, it is in a really poopy house. (laughs) 
<laughs> the eighth house. So if your well. Saturn is in the twelfth, um, the eighth, or the sixth, um, you are going to notice it, day chart or no, um, just because those are difficult houses. Yep. And so my Saturn, though, whenever my Saturn return comes along, it's going to pull in all of these planets in Scorpio. So they'll all be involved in what happens during major Saturn. So whether that's the conjunction, the waxing square, the opposition, the waning square, or, you know, coming back around. So it will definitely tie these things in. Now, in my chart, it doesn't really aspect anything else except it rules my moon. So it's going to have an impact because it is the ruler of my 10th house. So, Jill, describe yours. Well, you can see that my Saturn is up there in the twelfth house. Yeah, and you are a night chart. Yes, in your system I would be a night chart, so he's not exactly friendly, but he is in his, his happy place in terms of sign. Yes, and actually, in, in my system, he's in his joy. He yes. likes the twelfth house. Go figure. Oh, well, I know, and that's true in the Vedic system as well. Mm. As well, yeah. Also, yeah, he's also in what's called a mutual reception, which means he's in her, in Venus's sign and Venus is in his sign. Yeah. So they have a very strong relationship because they are also in aspect to each other by square. Yes, they are. Part of a big pattern which is called a grand cross. So yes, here, let me Lots of connections in my chart. (laughs) So when Saturn gets triggered, there's quite a few pieces. Yes, Uh, and he's he's trining my son, Mm -hmm. who he also rules. Um, Yes, he's he's um, kind of sextiling Pluto in the tenth. That that's wide, but he's uh, you know because he's part of this grand cross he's not he's he's squaring uranus in the ninth and venus chiron in the third but he's also opposing jupiter in the sixth so yeah he's he's a busy guy in my chart <laughs> and so when when he reaches when he's going through his cycle you're going to notice you yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. So, so i have to say i I noticed it more when he came over my ascendant Ah. than when I had the return. Right. Well, yeah. And, yeah, because they joined, he joined forces with Pluto, which yes. was yes. cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> it's it, was, like, <laughs> it was a little bit intense. Yeah. Okay. And the end of a marriage intense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With an interest again, but here we are. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so now we're going to take some time and just go through each of the quarter cycles, like you might do with the moon, uh, moon phases, which is first quarter, opposition, last quarter, back to the conjunction. Because mm-hmm. squares are the most obvious um, 
to experience. It's not to say that the sextiles and the trines don't show up because they can, um, but the squares and the oppositions. But there's an opposition. Yeah, they are the, the what's called the hard or challenging aspect. Yeah, yeah. They bring stuff up much more yeah. obviously than the trines and sextiles. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so our first one is the waxing uh, square, and it's at seven and a half years of age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what might we expect um, kids to be discovering at that first square? Well, I know that that's when they develop the concrete thinking, which is very, very, uh, that makes sense with Saturn, right? Yeah. He's very concrete. So that's when they start to kind of become much more aware of, you know, objects and, and, and how, you know, things work in the world, right? Right. It's starting to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You've raised children. See, I haven't raised children, so I really have no idea. Mm-hmm. I know them more when they get to the opposition, which yeah. is the next one. And it's between 14 and 15 years of age. And that's where the first time that they seriously start drawing lines in the sand um, and challenge authority. Well, it's all, I've also seen it be a very difficult time for a lot of people like they have traumatic kind of experiences at that age one example is in my own my youngest daughter uh-huh. um, one of her good friends was uh hit by a car and died oh ouch we actually happened to be driving along this was up in gibson's we actually happened to be driving along the highway where it happened oh my god oh so we come, upon, we come upon this scene, and she, oh. I mean, she's in the back seat. I was thinking her do a dance, and she's like, uh, you know, we see that. I thought it was something that had fallen off a truck or something, and then right. closer you could see it was actually a person in the room. She said, oh, she starts saying, oh, my God, that's what Jamie was wearing today. Okay. <laughs> like, oh. It was like a Twilight Zone thing for me, too, because it's like, yeah. Doesn't happen in my reality, right? <laughs> but, so, it, but for her, it was huge. I mean, it was oh, huge, yeah. Her reality just like shrunk. Her Such a huge, huge. Yeah. So where yeah. is her yeah, Saturn? I mean, uh, her Saturn is actually in um, seventh house, seventh or eighth. <laughs> With her, I could probably pull it up if you. Yeah. Yeah, you could. I'll just uh, stop my share and you can share. Yeah. If I can do that. Oops. Yeah, the little green share button at the bottom. As you disabled my screen sharing. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me let me, <laughs> let me let me do that. There you go. Okay, you're enabled. Ooh. <laughs> I've enabled you. <laughs> Ooh, an enabler. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. <laughs> Um, let me go here. Here I am. Uh, now I have to find her. Hang on, just a second. Yeah, that's okay. I didn't know I was going to do this. Not a problem. But that's such a stunning example of the opposition. I know with, um, you know, it, it is quite common, the challenging authority at that age, 14 to 15. And I know that only because I was a school bus driver. 
perish the thought the 14 to 15 year old (laughs) you know because it's like you're not the boss of me (laughs) I figure out how I get into the solar fire now oh well you have to share screen first then you find it oh okay yeah yeah. <laughs> there it is. Ta-da! Yay, Jill. There she is. Okay. okay. So, yeah, her Saturn is in the seventh. Yeah. Next yeah. to the North it's, Node. It's wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, her, her, she's a Virgo, and it's, it's yeah. Virgo with her son and Venus right there in the seventh. Um, is trining Chiron. Um, yeah. Hmm. And uh, and it rules a hidden twelfth uh, house, yeah, which yeah. is can be death related. Yeah, it actually rules her eleventh house too, which is yeah, friend. yeah, and yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's yeah, ha, ah, so uh, yeah. you know a Saturn opposition. I know, I know of other people that that's happened with yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay, the next one. I love the next one. The next one is the waning quarter. So it's at 21 to uh, 22. And the way I pitch this one, if I actually have a client that's this young, is I because between uh, 14, 15, and 20, 21, that's when most people are developing their face-to-face relationship scenarios. And you have these, the clique thing where, and anybody that isn't in your age group, it's like the rest of the world doesn't exist. But when you get up to that waning square, it's like 7 billion people knock on their door and go, ahem. Excuse me, but you are actually going to have to figure out how to get along with the other seven billion jerks on the planet. <laughs> you know, you can't just live in your little, you know, peer group kind of phenomena. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's, um, it's, it's moving out of that adulthood and and more solidly in the adult phase. Like exactly. Oh, you know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, if I, I you're either at university or you're, yep. you know, or you're, you know, needing to have find a, a job and, you know, have regular, a career, right? Yes. Yeah. What is my career path? Oh my goodness. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm facing this, you know, long reality. Road. I'm not a teenager in high school anymore and I've, you know, I mean, and I, that's when I had my, my eldest daughter. I was 21. Oh, wow. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And I think, too, that um, the other piece about reality that I often talk about at that age is if if your life hasn't unfolded with this is who I am and I am going to do it, I mean, there will be those at 2021 that are already clearly set on a career path. But the rest of us, you know, like I would say 80% of us, we're still flailing around. And so I always like to encourage people with that uh, last quarter square to realize that they have, you know, five, six years to really play around and figure out, you know, what's the reality of what you like and what is the reality of what you don't like. Yeah. 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 You know, rather than focusing on, you know, what can make me lots of money or stuff like that, is that going to, is that going to 
kind of sustain you on other levels, right? I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's not just about that aspect. Yeah. Saturnian perspective of, you know, I gotta make lots of money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's, um, but it can be, um, you know, I have had, well, so not so much clients themselves, because if they're actually coming to me, they're fairly open-minded. Um, but I've had parents, you know, in despair, oh. you, know, <laughs> you know, because, you know, the kid is still flailing around. And, uh, you know, so, of course, my first question is always, well, do they get that they're actually going to have to grow up? Or, or are you, uh, you know, the old expression that my mother would have said, Molly coddling them. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what the equivalent of that um, is today, but <laughs> well, and today, I mean, there's there's a lot of people that age that might still be living at home just because yeah, they the, have to. Yeah, the reality of what the world is doing right now, and, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, it's a different different kettle of fish, and, you know, and it used to be a, di- a different world. In terms of education and that sort of thing, exactly. university used to mean a lot more. Right? Yes. A university education, you would get a job, and that doesn't mean that anymore. Even if no. you have a PhD or a, exactly, it doesn't guarantee you that you're going to get a position that has the kind of prestige that Saturn likes. You know, Saturn yeah. climb the mountain and be on the top. So, <laughs> So people who have a strong Saturn are often aiming to accomplish something. Yes. In yeah, the yeah, ambition. That, you know. Yeah. And, and experience authority, like be the person who has the authority. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then we come to the classics for Saturn return, which um, we've already talked a little bit about it, but I'm going to throw in some of my other experiences that I've had with clients. And it's often for those who have, oh, what happened here? I'm just going to close that. I touched something and I shouldn't have. <laughs> um, okay, so um, this can be a major test of marriages and significant relationships that started prior to the Saturn return because when you start a relationship prior to that first Saturn return all of who you are has not come forward but now it has and so what worked at let's say if you got married at 20 um, you didn't know everything about yourself yet and so I mean obviously there are lots of relationships that make it past that first Saturn return but I have also had lots of clients come in going oops yeah. This really isn't what I'm wanting to sign up for. So that that is quite common. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I think for me, to, you know, at, at 21, you know, 20, yeah. 24 and 27, and um, so wasn't so focused on the relationship. Right. But when when Saturn and Pluto came to my ascendant, you know that yeah. <laughs> the reality was pretty obvious, and it was like, yeah, this isn't really working, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the universe kind of steps in and says, yeah, no. no yeah, no. yeah. There's something different here. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm actually going to bring up 
our our charts again because I'm, I am going to just do the little antidote about um, my chart for my first Saturn return. So as you can see, my Saturn here is happily, you know, stuck in the eighth house of significant inter, you know, like struggles within relationship. And Venus is there and Venus rules the seventh and that's where my Mars is. So, you know, my life has been a lot about um, trying to figure out relationships. Well, when I hit my Saturn return, I thought I knew it all. And I can distinctly remember the hubris that I had at that time was, well, my mother couldn't make a relationship work, my sister couldn't make a relationship work, and well, darn it, I'm going to make a relationship work, moon and Capricorn in the tent. <laughs> yeah, so much for that idea. Anyway, the first quarter square after I married at age 30 uh, pointed out the error of my thinking. <laughs> so you can make commitments. And this is one of the things that I often use uh, with Saturn transit. So not just in, in regards to the Saturn cycle itself. But when Saturn conjoins something, you are signing up for something. And so you want to make sure that the reality that is presented to you during that conjunction, that Saturn is making, that it is what you want to sign up for, because in theory, it could lock it in for 28 to 29 years. Now, you will get a major test of that in that first quarter and the opposition and the final quarter again, but I often really emphasize, especially if it's Venus conjunct or Saturn conjunct Venus or, you know, the descendant or, yeah. Well, and in my chart, um, Saturn is actually conjunct Neptune. I mean, yeah. Same degree part, but that's a conjunction. Yes, co-presence. A little wide, wide for outer planets, but because Saturn transiting there, it goes over Saturn, but then it hits Neptune. So I was not paying attention, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not. On my in my conscious awareness until yeah. it hits the ascendant, I'm like, whoops! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going wrong. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I think that's part of it too for me. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Okay, so now we've got folks in their second um, lap with Saturn. And uh, so that first waxing square at uh, 36 years of age, um, you often see people uh, begin to challenge, you know, if they haven't had children, you know, let's do the children thing. If they haven't bought a home, um, you know, so the, the literal bricks and mortar of their life will what? come into question at that time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So there are other generic ones that we will come to in future lessons that are going to play into this next piece, but we're only going to stick with Saturn. So the um, the opposition comes at 43, and it combines actually with the Uranus one. And so it would be difficult to tease them apart, but part of that will be you know, the face-to-face -face real, um, realities that they're in, whether that be the job, 
the relationship, um, you know, what's happening with their kids. Yeah, because it is an opposition, right? Yeah, and also what Saturn rules in their house. I mean, I was was married to a Capricorn. Right. Well, his Uranus opposition was happening when my Saturn and Pluto were hitting my ascent. Ah, right. So his reality got shifted. Getting his midlife crisis and did the traditional thing of having the affair, which sort of triggered, you know, bringing up, you know, my issues around because, you know, that's what my dad did all the time. (laughs) Um, You know, and I wasn't going to put up with it. So it. Yeah. You know, we we, we did some therapy and stuff, but it was just like he didn't get that that was why that was a problem for me. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) it is. (laughs) It is. Yeah. So, again, you know, at that middle point, you're going to look at reality and in particular – so, for instance, in my life, it would have been about what I was doing in the world, um, 10th house. And it was at about that time that I was pivoting towards um, doing astrology as a full-time career. Um, I hadn't started it quite yet, but um, I was considering that. And it was probably at about this time that my hubris caught up to me vis-a-vis, you know, bye-bye, first husband, did that all wrong? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that is exactly when that happened. Yeah, at age, what was that I said? 43, yeah. Okay, so last quarter square is 50 to 51. And I think for some people, um, I mean, it could have relationship pieces again it depends on what saturn is ruling what planets are with saturn um but it can also be i would think in terms of as well yes yeah exactly um that this is going to be in terms of the ambitious side of saturn um are you far enough up the tree have you broken through the glass ceiling have you written that book um you know there's that that desire to really start making a statement out in the world i think yeah well and it depends too on the i mean in my chart the they've got planets on each of those right yes so you know, when I'm approaching the first square in the cycle, it's hitting my Venus Chiron. And then the second <laughs> opposition is hitting Jupiter just before it. And then, and then yeah. you the last one, right? So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I moved here around the time it was going over Uranus, you know, around, around 50, you know, so. Okay, yeah. Yeah, or probably just before that. But, yeah, you know, it's, uh, so there's other, not just the, the Saturn itself, but what exactly you, what, what else is involved? Whatever else, yeah, is involved into consideration. Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. so the second Saturn return is quite common for people to actually have uh, a really distinct Saturn effect, which is a sense of melancholy, um, and I think for some. It's they really actually begin to get that they're getting older, 
Okay, they're, you know, you're not that old, 58 to 59, but we could say that easily because we're past that now. <laughs> and we realize, oh, yeah, no, you're actually still young. <laughs> but, um, and for those who have misplaced their own ambition, I think for them, uh, the second Saturn return can be quite difficult um, because they're realizing that they're running out of time. And that's, of course, the other signature for Saturn is time. Yeah, and I guess because, possibly because my Saturn's in the 12th, I never had a huge amount of, you know, ambition to, you know, have a career in the world, you know, out in the <laughs> never my orientation. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah, it, um, actually my second Saturn, I, when I turned 60, friends in my singing group had a big, Surprise party for me. It was Aw, sweet. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Ah. My, uh, my second Saturn return was crawling through the parking lot on my hands and knees because my back had gone out and I was a school bus driver. And I was just like, enough of the reality of the fact that I'm getting old. Thank you. Well, Saturn does rule the spine. Honey. It does. I know. And, of course, I got moon and Capricorn way up there, and so it had to be very public. And <laughs> but, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I know for myself that I, that I did have a little bit of that melancholy about, um, you know, what I had achieved up until this point in my life um, and had to do a little bit of soul searching for, you know, what are my priorities? What do I really want to embrace for this next cycle? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think it's, it's interesting, too, like having children. And, you know, at, at the stage I'm at now, I'm almost 70. And it's kind of like my own age is kind of like a whatever. Yeah. But 48, she'll be 50 soon. How does she get sold? Maybe it's that false pattern in the 12th again, just not seeing my own age as a thing. But Yeah. Their age sort of goes, wow. How did this happen? How did this happen? Because I don't feel that feel that much different on the inside. And, you know, we don't just we get older. And that's start to learn, too, is as at this age, we kind of look. Okay. Oh, well, they didn't feel old either. You no, know, they didn't. When they got really old, they, well, my mother did, but she was old when she was young. She was a, she had sudden conjunct Saturn. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Need too much responsibility. Yeah. 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 Uh, or, and the, yeah, the, the thought or the, yeah, the feeling that had to be responsible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, yeah. you know, and, and didn't really know how. I mean, she was, her dad died when she was six, and her mom and sisters were, or sisters were much older, and so she's kind of quite young in the family. She yes. had one younger sister, but, um, you know, I think she was kind of, yeah, didn't get that piece of how to do the growing up thing all that well, but did have the need to take responsibility, obviously, as a parent and stuff, but yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay, so in the third quarter 
uh, or third cycle, we have our first square at 66. And I'm, I'm just, I'm, uh, I'll be 68 in November. So two years ago, um, I think that was when I began to realize that, um, I really didn't want to keep working. <laughs> I was only doing part-time work, but, um, you know, again, I have uh, Moon and Capricorn ruled by that side. And so the Moon can often represent one's physical form, often represent warm, uh, one's physical form. Uh, very You know, um, I used to think that, oh, I, I can give you five hours of good gardening. Well, I think by the time I was 66, it was like, that's a stretch for me to like full on for five hours physical. Yeah. Yeah. So it, you know, again, it's it's reality testing. And yeah. Where are you going to go with that? Yeah. And I think also with, with Saturn, it's partly about having the discipline to maintain. Right? Yes, so, yes. You know, we haven't no, talked about discipline, and Saturn is definitely... That's the key, and I don't claim to have a lot of discipline. I'm going to blame my, my Saturn in 12 for that. <laughs> you can! <laughs> but, but um, you know, I think that's the whole... You know, I've always said, like, if you, you know, if you were doing a, a, a fitness routine and... and and have if you were, you know, an athlete or something, and always training, and always exactly. doing that. Yeah. You can, you don't just suddenly stop being able to do it because you hit a certain age, right? Right. Because you've maintained that physical, yeah, in a way through the discipline and through the, you know, structure of how you live yeah. to to carry carry on in it. Exactly. Yeah. And that is Saturn. All of those keywords you just used, those are Saturn words. And self-responsibility. Yeah. Like yes. Yeah, taking responsibility. Oh, yeah, that would be me. Not signing it over to, well, if something breaks down, I'll just go get it fixed by the doctor. Yeah. It's like, yes. no, yeah. you know, it's my body, and that's really my responsibility to maintain its integrity as well as I can. And yeah. Well, yeah, you can have, you might run into some issues because your body yes. hey, you ignored me. What do you expect? <laughs> oh, but I thought every, I thought they could just fix that. Yeah, no. Or that, yeah. I, yeah. Or that before, not that I had to keep doing it regularly. You know, yes. again, you know, that Saturn, Saturn likes to have a, it's about time. It's like yes. the time in and you have to. Do it consistently. These are all Saturnian things as well, right? Yeah. That's what discipline is, is really, you know, being consistent with what you decide you're going to do. Uh, the diet. <sighs> I can remember in my 20s, literally not being able to remember the D word. I knew there was a D word. <laughs> but I had a hard time remembering the word discipline. Yes. Yeah. Saturn. Yeah. No, I, I certainly have never claimed to be good at it, but you know. yeah. my, my my eldest daughter who has a Capricorn moon is and it's it's in her uh, 
six months, I guess. Yeah. Oh, so daily routine. Wow. Yeah. She she tends to do like the heavy duty boot camp kind of yeah routine, right? Yeah. You know, she's in great shape because of that. You know. Yeah. She she was into running. She'd get into running, and she did marathons. Well, she did actually running uphill. How Capricorn is that? Um, you know, she did a, a track, the track run, so it was running up and down mountains in the Selkirks. Oh, God. To 50 days. Oh. I know. So, I mean, I don't think that's really good for a person, but, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's her body, you know, so, and of course, you know, she does have some issues with her knee. Which again is Capricorn. Yeah. Oh, I well, speaking so of my knees are good. Yay. Yeah. My back. Mm, but I, I'm walking. When she was was very young, um, shopping with her knee, and we never really figured out what caused it. But huh. she ended up in the hospital overnight. Yeah. I can't remember. She couldn't straighten it or couldn't end it, but it was oh, like okay, locked. Yeah, they can. It was very swollen and and just, yeah, they didn't. And they were throwing all these possible, you know, things it could be, which were just horrible, you know. And as a parent, you're going, oh my god, what's good? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, she's fine, but but the knee has always the knees. Yes. Yeah. Have yeah. always that was yeah. an issue. It's an area. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, so at age 72 to 73, we get um, our third opposition, which, again, we'll call into question face-to-face realities and um, boundaries that you've set between self and other or self and children or, um, you know, the reality of how much help do you need, you know, for some whose health has not, you know, genetically or because of lack of attention, uh, that could be the reality of actually needing help, that type of, of um, opposition and reality test that can happen at that opposition. Mm-hmm. And then our third quarter, waning, is at 80. And some of, so the ones around 80, there's two thing, uh, two other guys that are coming up. So we have your Neptune uh, opposition and your Uranus return. And you know, if you can make it past 85, you're probably going to be around for a while <laughs> because that's a tricky transition through the, um, in the early when you're in your 80s, the early part of your 80s, um, because it's a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, just how well you've taken care of yourself. And yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Can be difficult, those realities. Um and then I think by the time, uh, if you make it to the third return, which is 88, you're the elder statesman, statesman, and you get to do whatever you want, however you want to do it. And yes, people will complain about that, but it sucks, <laughs> sucks to be them. Yeah. <laughs> kind of 80 and 90, you know, somewhere in there. I mean, these are, yeah. because there's, yeah, it's not a hard and fast, uh, Timing, no. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, I think we've just about come to the end. Um, so just a reminder, like, we will 
um, we will continue with this particular aspect of the series and maybe talk about, uh, what do you say, Uranus maybe next? Yeah. Because it, it sort of fits the classic human lifespan that we're at now. I mean, there was a time several hundred years ago in which if you got to your first Saturn return, that was pretty amazing. A lot of people checked out around, you know, because yeah. nutrition and yeah, essentially Saturn, Saturn is all about the aging process, really. Yeah, yeah. And lots of people three, four hundred years ago never made it past 29. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and that's a, that is another thing that I have noted is there is for some people a reluctance to move into that second Saturn cycle and it's quite a common thing around age 28 just as that Saturn return is approaching that people check out Um, you know and of course we've seen that very obviously in the news with um, rock stars for instance you know they'll OD or well mostly that's what they do but it's even in just the general population there's almost for some people there's just this no I'm not going to grow up not going to do that yeah funnily enough my eldest daughter had a thing about being 30 she, she was upset when she turned 25 and 35, but not so much at 30. Oh, okay. So was yeah. Talking <laughs> uh, about the, you know, the, yeah. Yeah. the numbers. Those, the numbers, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay, folks. Well, I think I we are going to bid each other adieu, my dear. I think we have successfully made our first taping show. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Little holiday. Yes, I hope so. Well, as long as it's not blowing a gale, it will happen. Yes. Okay, so folks, for you that are listening to this tape show, you have been listening to CJMP 90.1 FM, Powell Rivers Community Radio Station, and we look forward to talking to you next time, which will be the 25th, and I suspect the 25th will be our, yeah, it will be our discussion about the month of October, yeah. That will be the next one up. And then the, the segment after that will probably talk about Uranus. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay, take care, folks, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye, Jill. Bye.